Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. Mark Reardon. The heart of America is not government. The center of America is not Washington, D.C. The center of America is the neighborhoods where 330 million Americans are raising their kids and trying to put food on the table and trying to love their neighbors. Mark Reardon. There's nothing worse than a reckless jackass who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. I am the smartest man alive! The Mark Reardon Show is on now. Well, unfortunately, we're here in the studio, Sue Thomas. What the heckity heck, right? Ah, oh, darn it. We were going to be at the Fish Fry. Jane is here. We have uh, Jeff Smith also in the room. John Lamping's going to be on the phone as we start the roundtable. But, Sue, it's a mess out there. I, uh, I, I was just kind of hanging in my house, cleaning up this morning, and, you know, I saw the snow, and then Fred called me and said, are you following all this? I thought Fonnie Willis was back on the stand or something like that. No, he's like, they canceled the fish fry. But let me be clear here. Incarnate Word, we're told, is still going to have the fish fry. They're preparing for no one to really show up, but we are not going to be there this afternoon right. because of safety reasons. But let's get right to Dave Murray. Dave, what are we looking at here? Is this going to move out in the next few hours? It's starting to wind down now. There's still one little burst of moderate snow right over St. Louis, and that will push into Illinois. There have been several reports of thunder and lightning in this. And if you live in Illinois over the next hour, hour and a half, you will hear some thunder, maybe even see some lightning. And that will result in a quick little burst of maybe some heavy snow. But this is starting to wind down. It will be completely out of the picture by 6 o'clock at the latest, other than a couple of snow flurries. That is just cold. We have a, a nice little blanket of wet snow on the ground, and so temperatures are going to get down into the teens, upper teens overnight, and wind chills after midnight will be near zero. And though the sun is out tomorrow, it is just kind of a cold, cold day around town. The roads, you know, I always use this rule of thumb, and Sue, you're going to back me up on this. It's <laughs> snowing. The visibility is poor, and temperatures are below freezing. Guess what? It's the roads are going to be slick. going to be bad, yes. <laughs> I think you're right about that. And you know what I saw, and this was my warning on uh, on Twitter, because I saw trucks even and cars that could not only be rear-wheel drive that were in ditches. That means they probably were either driving unsafely or bare tires. So if you have bare tires, this is not a day to be out at all Correct. this afternoon. No, it's, you know what? 
If you have bare tires, there's never a good day to be out. Well, that's good if I had the bell here, Dave, I would ring yeah. it. Yes. Well, Dave, thanks for, thanks for the update. Thank we'll, you, uh, we'll keep everyone posted here this afternoon. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. You got it. Anytime. So, Bye-bye. Before we get, I don't know. You, you tell me, should we, we, should we move on with the roundtable, or should you just do traffic for the next 50 <laughs> minutes? I should send out a tweet of what I'm looking at on the screen. Usually it's all green and happy, and it's just full of uh, accident icons and all kinds of craziness. All right. Well, keep us posted. We are going to get going here with the roundtable. Jane, I want to say I don't say very many nice things about you, but I do compliment you for gutting it out and coming in here this afternoon. It was nothing for you, right? Nothing for me. I, I you know, it. it wasn't that bad, even though I did not see it. I have not seen a snowplow all day, but others have reported to me that they have seen snowplows. So, yeah, I, I, if you don't drive like a moron, Well, just, that, that's a part of it. Former State Senator Jeff Smith is in the studio as well. Jeff, how are you? I'm good, and if there's one thing that Jane's friends and detractors can agree on, it's that she's nails. That's right. They I don't guess. get any tougher. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good point. There you uh, go. Former State Senator John you, Lamping totally wimped out. He decided it was too snow. John, you made the right what decision. He's way out in Augusta. <laughs> He's way out in Augusta. And based on my ride in, you did not want to take this, Mr. Lamping. So how are you this afternoon? No, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to view you all, and I'm really disappointed with mission, the mission, the fish fry. And but it's still snowing sideways out here, and there are all kinds of accidents on on Highway 94 between Augusta and Washington. So. No, I, I couldn't have gotten there if I even if, right. if, even if I wanted to. I couldn't have gotten there. Well, we appreciate you being here on the phone. We're going to do our best to kind of juggle things as we move on with some topics here this afternoon. But um, and we realize, you know what what happens here, John. You can appreciate this. Is Jeff Smith's in here? He doesn't have headphones because we don't typically require the roundtable panelists to wear headphones, so he can't hear a word you're saying. Which um, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but let me kind of I'll as he puts headphones on here. Let's start with the news of the day outside of the weather which is a judge in Manhattan ruling that Donald Trump and his businesses should pay more than $350 million for misrepresenting his wealth for financial gain. They placed restrictions on him and also uh, Donald Trump Jr. and his son-in-law for um, you know actually being on a board or taking part in an operator position for the next two years. So, John, this this was the um, you know the testimony that Trump gave in November. In fact, the judge even said one of the reasons that he uh, issued a ruling that was so strong here is because he didn't feel like Trump represented himself very well in the trial. So this has been a crazy week with all kinds of things happening. What would you say about this particular judgment? This is really scary. I mean, this is the latest example of you know the corrupt jurisprudence in our country today. And this is this was the the crime that he's found guilty of is inflating the value of his properties when applying for a loan with the bank. The bank lent him the money. He paid back the money. The bank testified on his behalf. This is really scary. This is this most business people and certainly every real estate developer does exact this exact thing. No one was harmed. Uh, and yet he was fined. What, I guess it's three hundred fifty million dollars. He's supposed to pay somebody. I guess he pays the state. Um, this is really bad. And 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 what this will mean? If, if it, I'm of the opinion that he's just a political target, and they're doing it because he's running for president. And if he wasn't running for president, he wouldn't have been in in court. But business people in New York have got to think not even twice. They just got to get out because if this can happen to them for speaking out, you know, earlier in the week, we heard from the, you know, some criminals, illegal aliens that are committing crimes. They say, well, they commit the crime in New York, but they spend the money in Florida because in New York, they're not going to be prosecuted. Well, I guess if they came out with Trump stickers, they might be prosecuted in New York. And that's, that's what we are learning. And, and this is a really unfortunate time for the country. 
One of the things that's confusing about this one, Jane, is that, you know, he didn't default on the loans. Um, nobody testified that they would have priced the loans differently had they known about the alleged inaccuracies. The bank came up with a much lower value of the properties using his financial statements as the starting point. And then the Wall Street Journal says this this morning, unless he settles the claims, it will now be up to appeals courts to decide whether the penalties and sanctions should stand. The appeals fight will likely focus on whether the state established Trump's liability under a state fraud statute intended to combat consumer scams and corporate malfeasance. So, look, this is far from over at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll appeal and appeal and appeal, and that's fine. And, I mean, you know, I think everyone should have an issue with somebody who lies on, you know, loan applications. Like, that is a big deal because, you know, this he paid the loan this time. There's been other times he didn't pay the loan. Um, I mean, but that should it shouldn't be the standard. I understand that that may affect the damage calculation, but whether he is guilty of something, I mean, if you lie on your loan application, you break the law. It's real simple. And so, you know, I, I mean, I'm okay with, you know, following the law. Um, now, the fact that he repaid the loan and all of that, that may have an effect on how much damage is and what the penalty is for doing it. Um, but I don't think any court ought to sanction somebody lying on their tax on their. Uh, but this, this in particular, this is a civil fraud case, right? This, it's this not is a not, criminal case, right? This is not a criminal case. So, Correct. Jeff, what would you say about this? Look, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I disagree with what John said about you know every developer does this. Sure, some developers might puff things up by five percent, ten percent, maybe fifteen percent. What Trump did was inflate things by like ten times their value. You know, you've got the Mar-a-Lago property where he fraudulently puffed up the value by saying it was a private residence, despite the fact that he'd signed an agreement that it could only be used as a social club, which thereby lowered his tax burden. But right? was, there, so was there a victim it, in all this? Who's, when, the, who's the victim? Well, I mean, no, number one, there doesn't necessarily have to be a victim. It's not a criminal Apparently case. Apparently not. It's a civil right. case. It's a civil case. Number, number two— you know, you've got a situation where, you know, he's he's making up things like turning a duplex into a triplex. These are not these are things that are pretty easily proven wrong. Right. And That's you, the issue is that yeah. he he lies when he knows he could get busted and doesn't care. That's why it matters is when you think it's no different than the criminals down here. If they, you know, they think they can get away with it, they will. I mean, you don't get to just get away with it. John, maybe it's just like a prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, who lies about things and gets away with it, right? Let's segue into Fonnie Willis. Let me just start with this. Let's start with the serious topic with Fonnie Willis and the testimony from yesterday. Was she really wearing the dress backwards? Are you guys dialed into this? I mean, one could say that. <laughs> There's, uh, Jeff, have you know, seen no, one no. Could say, I mean, I think it looked fine. I mean, you know, and it's fine that it's a thing, but yeah, no, I think I think a call, a, a case could be made that the dress was on okay, backwards. Okay, all right, but just it was out of fine. curiosity, people think it's, the dress was on backwards. It's hard for no, me to be impartial about this because uh, two weeks ago I went to a dinner party, and as I walked out of the dinner party after three hours there, my date said, "Do you know that your V-neck sweater is on backwards?" Oh my. So, yeah, you got no place here okay, at that's, all. Okay, that's a little different scenario, but like that was for several nonetheless, hours? very funny. All right, Lamping, what are you going to say? The zipper's in the front. Of course it's on backwards. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she wore the dress back. But, but that wasn't the goofiest thing about the day. No, it was not.
No, a man is not a plan. A man is a companion. All right, so Jane, let me start with you. There, what did, there what were did some you think, nuggets. What in did that you testimony? think about what she, the way she handled herself, and whether or not there's enough to, you know, kick her off this case? The one thing that is a little difficult from a legal perspective, and you're, you're a lawyer, mm-hmm. your husband is a judge. The law is very particular. They can't, even though it's ridiculous, and I think we all know that she wasn't really hauling around tens of thousands of dollars in cash, even though she claims that. There's no way to disprove that, right? Correct. I mean, that that's the thing. That it was funny because the. I forget the guy's name who was questioning her and, and called her. The judge, the, the Trump attorney, yeah. Mr. Sadow, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he said, are you a cash hoard? And she didn't hear oh, it. she heard it wrong, right. Yeah. And she was, <laughs> he goes, she goes, well, I thought, you know, because she wanted to, like, combat it oh, on everything. Oh, she was fired up. She was up. very fired up. And so that was kind of funny. I mean, but, but to be just, honest. Can she be disqualified for what we've heard so far? I mean, I'm look. I've got someone. Look, there's someone I, on MSNBC. Me, I would never do it because I think you lose credibility. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. So even if somebody can technically find, I, I just don't think it's a great idea when you're going after the you know former president of the United States to have sort of anything that would make it look well, right. Not trustworthy. All right, hang on. Here's some of the reaction. This is epic. This is monumental. It's a huge deal. I I can't overstate it. It was obviously a tough day for Fonnie Willis. She came in a little bit hot and emotional. The only person who really benefited here was Donald Trump and the other defendants. What's mind-blowing is that these searing, probing questions into the personal life of Trump's prosecutor could possibly sink that case. If he, in fact, disqualifies her from this case, Lester, then her entire office is removed from the case. So that that's the legacy media reacting. And it wasn't like, this is a bunch of crap. There's no way she's going to be disqualified. There were people that were thinking seriously that this could become a scenario, Jeff. Yeah, look, it's, it's really hard for people in this country right now to hold two different truths in their head at the same Correct. time that a lot of people think are opposed. But well, two- I think the rhetoric sort of tries to prevent that. Right. But I think normal right. people, if they sit and think... And if you sit and think, you know, two things can be can true be at tr- the same time. Correct. Number one, nothing that she did has anything to do with what Donald Trump has been credibly accused of doing, not by her, but by all the people who made statements that led to these charges, basically his inner circle. Correct. His legal team, his cronies. Correct. Who all attested, his staff. His staff, who all attested things he did. That said... What she did was stupid. Stupid. It wasn't ethical. And with the stakes as high as they are. Why would you do this? It's a disgrace. I mean, what did, did you, yeah, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? Right. Lamping. Weigh in on this. Well, she's definitely going to be pulled off the case. Uh, she's, um, she should be um, disbarred. I mean, she perjured herself. Her, her friend earlier in the day in the Zoom call said that she was having you know, a relationship with this guy in 2018 or 2019. Uh, Governor Kemp or the attorney general should actually open up a criminal investigation. She she admitted under oath that, that well, she suggested that she pocketed campaign cash. You know, this woman made two point seven million dollars last year. And she sounded like she sounded like somebody from the hood up on st- on stage. Do I think any of the, I think she'll come off the case. I think I think the whole this whole, you know, um, this lawfare attack on Trump, I think that this case will will be diminished greatly by, you know, who this person is. Will she actually – will all those things actually happen? No, they won't happen because uh, Governor Kemp doesn't like Trump, hates Trump. But should it happen? Of course it should happen. And who knows? Maybe the defense at the end of the day will be that, yeah, she purged herself. Yeah, she kept some campaign cash. But, but she's an African-American woman, who you know, who doesn't know better. 
you know, it's kind of like you know, Biden's he's demanded defense and we're not going to put uh, we're not going to try him the way we're trying Trump on these things. It, it's extraordinary what's happening with all these cases. And I, I I'd have to tell you that this country loves the underdog and they love a martyr. And, you know, all these cases are only going to help Trump. And it, it proves out in the polls. And, and next March, when they have that case up in New York where it's going to be televised and the, the public is going to tune in and you're going to see pump, Trump go straight up in the polls. What, what and, in the uh, world? Here's here's a question for you, because I, I generally don't know. At one point she says, you know, she's talking about the alleged affair and she says, I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Do you understand that? What what in the world? Yeah, no, yeah, I, so I, I don't know saying. that I do understand exactly what she meant there. Yeah, I know what she means is that the guy was having cancer treatment. He couldn't get it up. So that's what she meant by that. She said, oh, he, he was going through the medical thing, you know, 2020. And he was you know, I don't want to emasculate him, but obviously okay, he wasn't. Well, that that just, actually makes sense. Did. Right. I know. She, she kind of just did. All right. Hang in there. Jeff uh, Smith, former state senator John Lamping, and Jane Duker are all on the panel. Unfortunately, we are not live at Incarnate Word because of the weather this afternoon, but we'll continue with more of the roundtable in a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back. It's a Reardon Roundtable. Unfortunately, we're in the studio this afternoon. We expected to be out in Chesterfield at Incarnate Word Parish, which would have been like 10 minutes away from Jane's house, if that. But you braved yeah. the weather. You I came did. into downtown. Jeff Smith is here, former state senator John Lamping, on the phone because he's a little snowed in in Augusta. So we're finding out a little bit more information. John, I'll start with you here on the shooters from the Super Bowl parade. And there's been a lot of head scratching as to why we didn't have more information. Well, now we know because these are two youths you know under the age of 18 and uh they've been charged now but they're not being charged at least at this point as adults so you know you have the kansas city mayor mayor q who is arguably a lot more polished than our mayor here in st louis but he he didn't like the fact that governor parson referred to these kids um accurately as thugs he thought that that was a racist dog whistle which or, by the way or, admits the race of the yeah, of the two right. i mean which i thought we were two black doing. kids that right. were in a in a beef and they started shooting at one another and they hit 22 people and killed one they're lucky that more people weren't killed so you know what i think governor parson kind of called it like he seated saw it didn't he 
Of course. And I don't understand why we couldn't have, like what we've learned now, we know, we, we don't know the identity, but we know the, the, in the fact that they're juveniles. Why, why can't we know that? right away. Missouri you know, Yeah, what are the... Jane was explaining okay, this a little so, early. Explain the particulars of so this. So what happens is a juvenile automatically goes to family court unless and until a judge has a full-blown trial, makes findings, facts, conclusions of law based on, on numerous factors listed in the statute, seriousness of the crime, racial disparities, one of the things. Um, then they have to make a finding to certify them as an adult. That in and of itself is a separate judgment that can be appealed. It can take months, if not longer, to get through the certification process. So while the prosecutor, they can ask for certification and they can support it, a judge will make the decision. Um, What I find unfortunate about that is I'm not looking to, like, out all juveniles and, you know, but, but when you're talking about, like, I was a little frustrated with Mira Q when he's like, I'm meeting with teenagers and they're frightened and they're traumatized. And I'm like... Why don't you talk about the teenagers that actually did this? Like, so well, that's, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Not. You can't have yeah, it both ways. I do know what you mean. You can't say, I mean, and, and this is the other thing that frustrates me, and I'm one of the few people around here that I would be for some reasonable gun control, but you can't say that until you know what happened. Because here's the deal. Everybody keeps talking about, oh, oh, yeah, you know, we don't keep guns away from kids. Well, they do in St. Louis and Kansas City. They both have ordinances that says... Kids can't carry. So the law was in place to say kids can't carry open or otherwise. Okay. Jane, Jane has returned Didn't to sanity work. after last week's appearance. Jeff, let me let me say this. Uh, with, uh, it's horrifying to me that kids were at this parade and they were hit and were in this situation far too often, right? But come on. There's 800 cops on the parade line. These kids, sh- there's so many laws that were covering this anyway. How do you solve the problem of two kids under the age of 18 shooting at one another at a parade? That's not a new law. There's no law that's going to cover that whatsoever. There's parenting. There is respect for human life. Well, that's why I what asked do do? if they were investigating but, the parents. But your side wants to go automatically to guns. This Jess Piper idiot who conservatives get far much too atten- you know, too much attention to. Take it and, easy on her. Well, she, she lost by fifty points. Don't don't rub. I don't get who that person even is, but I see her being retweeted by you know Greg Keller and people like that all the time, and she she loves the attention. But these are people that instantaneously went to guns, like Andy Cohen and all the idiot celebrities too. Let's pay attention to what happened, right? Well, shouldn't we know? Hang on, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got a view which isn't popular in this state, which mm-hmm. uh, I think we should do what Australia did. In 1996, um, which is, uh, yeah, I mean, they I don't believe they've had a mass shooting in like like almost 30 years uh, after they they had a a horrific shooting then. And they changed the laws to basically say, hey, you need to turn guns in unless you you know, unless they're a certain type. I'm not an expert on guns. I won't pretend to be. But, you know, a certain type of long gun you could show that, like, you know, you used it for hunting or whatever, then that was fine. Everyone else needed to turn their guns in. And they have very, very, very few gun deaths on the, ent- yeah. you know, in the, the entire These are also the people that lock people essentially year. in prison camps during COVID. You realize that. They also don't have a Second Amendment. They don't have the freedoms that we do. Well, and we I don't want to live Amendment there where they don't have the freedoms. As part of a well-regulated right. so militia, let's just, which let's a lot just of say, people like to But wait, hang on a second. Let's phrase. do what you want to do. Let's do it. And that would be how successful, because I'm positive that these two knucklehead thugs in Kansas City would generously give their guns away to the government right away and not be gangbangers. I promise you that they would comply right away. Look, the the horse has already left the barn. I'm not I'm not that naive to think that that it would work in this country as it has in Australia. 
Uh, we've got, what, 300 million guns in this country, so we've got a gun for every person basically in the whole country. So I think we've gone— But I have a gun, and there's a lot of people on that parade route that have a gun, but you know what they didn't do? They didn't even bring it and shoot people and, and decide to you know, have an argument there on the parade route. That's the difference. You, you know, the left thinks that all these things could be solved by some law. They simply can't be, and this is out of control, and I don't know what to do about it, but I do know that a new law is not going to affect anything. And that's the unfortunate part. Here, here's the thing that, that, that upsets me is now we don't get to know about, um, you know, whether these um, teenagers have been in trouble with the law before. You know, there's a lot of things that we don't get to know. Um, and so how can you even talk about policy changes if you don't know all the, details, the while right. saying yep. that, oh, th- this should all be private? I mean, these were adult crimes committed. And I oh, still no got doubt. people arguing with me saying, oh, their brain isn't formed till 25. That doesn't mean you get to go murder people, right? Like, you don't get a free slate for that. I'm sorry. Well, let's let their brain don't. develop in prison for a long time. I mean, that, that would be my you know, plan. Just for keep these them two away guys. from the public. Yeah. Absolutely. So. All right, John, the other thing that happened here this week, and Jeff, you said you weren't as familiar with this, but it was um, reminiscent of what happened last year with Janae Edmondson when she lost her leg. You had a couple of people coming out of the Drake concert. A few blocks away from here, 18th and Olive, they're heading to their hotel. Mother and daughter from Chicago, they're run over by a hit-and-run driver. And here again, the, you know, the violence in the city of St. Louis. We don't know all the circumstances by that, but that is a horrifying story that probably isn't getting enough attention, John. No, it really didn't get a lot of attention this week, and it should. And, uh, you know, anyone that drives to the city, and like, and I drive to the city every Sunday. I go to church down at Chippewa and uh, Jefferson. They we, People drive crazy all all around st louis and until the city decides to enforce you know traffic traffic laws things like this are going to keep happening over and over again and and no no one seems interested in doing that and you know it is what it is this was a block away from police headquarters and so i mean police officers would love nothing more than to be able to enforce the law there's just not enough of them i mean there's just not enough officers on the street and 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 i'm sorry but, I mean, we're, we're starting to hear people. I mean, like Alderman Tyus was very clear on the floor of the Board of Aldermen. Having police officers posted places is a deterrent. That when people see police officers and they actually have a chance of getting caught and getting punished, people tend to not do things. Yes. Don't tell me that in the back of your mind, if you're at a stop sign in the city of St. Louis and you say, oh, I'm going to roll this one, you, you don't think to yourselves, well, they don't get murderers. Why would they come after me? I mean, don't tell me that people don't think that way. They do. And so um, we do not have enough officers to do traffic. We don't. And that, that, that is wrong. I mean, that, it, traffic, they, it kills. And this show, and so, no, we had more people die the day of the Kansas City mass shooting than Kansas City did. Now, we only had four or five other people injured um, by gunfire and other things, so we were behind on 17. But, but we had more people die in 24 hours than Kansas City did. And Kansas City has twice, almost twice, I know twice the area. Half a million people. And they have a half a million people, which is almost twice what we have, and we are lapping them. Do you know, I mean, this is after the mayor runs around and says she solved urban crime. You know, that's her little talking show. We're on track now to beat the most murderous year in the city's history. Well, so that and that was all after we we heard the mantra in November, yeah. December: crime is down, crime, crime is, is down. down. You're not being You're fair, being right? You're being gaslighted. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everything's great, guys. I mean, don't you feel safe? I mean, don't you feel safe walking from a concert if you're a tourist? I mean, we treat our tourists really badly. 
Just I think say. it's a it's a major problem. All right, I want to get some other topics in here because we are short on time, and Sue's traffic runs about five and a half minutes because there's so many tra- there's so many accidents out there. And we're in the studio this afternoon, unfortunately, because of the weather. Not at Incarnate Word Forest State Centers. John Lamping, Jeff Smith, Jane Duker, also on the panel. Jeff, let me start with you. We uh, we heard this week that Wesley Bell has a polling lead of two to one over Corey Bush in this primary, uh, with Maria Chappelle and Dow, one of the other entrants, trailing far behind. That can't be that accurate, can it? I mean, is that a little generous at this point, that polling? Yeah, I think the polling had him up maybe 21 or 22 points, and I would be shocked if it were that big of a lead actually right now. Uh, I think it's probably, you know, going to be a close race. I think, uh, you know, right now, if I had to do just a sh- very quick shorthand on the race, probably a third of the primary voters are with Corey no matter what they love her. Yep. Probably a third of the primary electorate is like, we got to do something totally They hate different. her. They don't yeah. love and, Wesley, but yeah. they hate her. And I'll her. vote for almost anybody else. And right. then there's probably a third that are persuadable, that are probably like, I'd like to see someone progressive, but I don't really agree with being one of two votes out of 430, you know, in the U.S. House to be okay with letting Hamas linked people into our country. That's too much for me. And would like to see someone who can work with Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic leader in the House, can work with the White House, can be a little more effective for this region. So that can maybe work with the Republicans like Lacey Clay did on bringing and and bringing money. Right. Yes. We don't get any money anymore. Yeah. So I think that's probably the middle third of the primary electorate. That's where the election is going to be won or lost. And right now, some of the things that Congresswoman Bush is is saying, she isn't doing things that make it seem like she's even trying to appeal to those folks with some of her votes. So I would I would say it's almost as if she didn't realize that her that her district changed drastically when they redistricted. I mean, she's got that district goes out to like Olive Street Road in West County. I mean, it's a it is bizarre. And it now has more county voters than city voters. And one of the things that State Senator Steve Roberts did, who was, you know, who ran for this congressional seat last time. And the way that things work is that the state legislature draws the congressional The the congressional district maps. And it was pretty clear, you know, last cycle that, you know, probably Jewish voters weren't going to be big fans of hers. And so some places in St. Louis County got drawn into that district, which then in the wake of what happened in October in Gaza made those elements of the new district more important, more, yeah, more, yeah, more absolutely. important and even more anti. John, how would you handicap it at this point? Well, I'm just I'm just watching Tashara. Tashara is uh, pretty lukewarm right now on Corey. And she had a you know, she had a big crush on her last go around and. Uh, I think to well, Black knows Girl Magic, happen. remember? Black Girl Magic. Well, I know, but I'm saying that the magic isn't the, magic is anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so Tashara knows what's going on. She, I think her, her inaction speaks volumes. Do we, do we think that the, the field is now full? Jeff, is anyone else going to get in this? Well, didn't you see about Representative Well, Maria, Maria Chappelle Nadal did, all? but anyone outside of that. Well, I got to tell you, though, you can underestimate Maria, but she represented the Jewish community in that area for like 20 years. That poll was taken, what, a half day after she Yeah, she, she had entered? just gotten in. Now, I'm not no, saying, no, look, but she knows I, those people. Well, you worked with me, Maria, right, John? Me, I did. Maria's a, good, uh, Maria's a good personal friend of mine. She, um, she, I, I guess uh, she, she is very good uh, on the ground. Can she has uh, voters, the, the Asian-American community. She's very close with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her vote count will be, but she, it, it will be— it will be, you know, a, a ten. It might be ten thousand, fifteen thousand votes. I mean, she'll have a, a a footprint. I think she should have gotten in earlier. I don't. I don't think she could have ultimately won the race because of finances. But 
she, you know, she's not, it's not a vanity. She could change I mean, she actually, ranks. Yeah. yeah, she represents a, a big chunk of the, you know, the 200,000 people that she represented are in this district. And she, I mean, she knows them really well and they'll turn out for the, the hardcore ones. And, and, uh, and I think it'll make a difference. Yeah. I, I think it's too late for anybody else. Though. You know, I, I always kind of liked her. She would be on the round table every once in a while. We did the round table live when Mike Brown was shot. It's just that she was psychotic too often. So there is that. We'll be back with more. One more segment. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, the Mark Reardon Show off on Monday afternoon. I'll actually be filling in for Mr. Kilmeade on his show on Monday morning. It's a Reardon Roundtable with former state senators Jeff Smith and John Lamping. Jane Duker is here. She's going to hang out. You're going to hang out and play The Price is Wrong. George Grace coming in. Love it. The 5 o'clock hour. We were supposed to be in Chesterfield at Incarnate Word. The weather interfered. It looks like the snow is tapering, which is good news. Dave Murray says it's going to be out of here in a couple hours. John Lamping, let me start with you on this. Um, I had Jonathan Martin on from Politico a couple of days ago. There are still people out there that feel like there is something that could happen between now and the convention to lead to Joe Biden not being the Democrat nominee. Uh, Jonathan Martin and others have said, no, there's there's just it's just not going to happen unless he pulls himself out and it doesn't look like he will. This thing is sort of, you know, this is the race we're going to have Trump and Biden. Do you see this in any other way? We've been talking about this for a long time. Will there be somebody else? What happens to Kamala? But it is what it is, right? I think it is what it is. I hope it stays exactly the way it is. Um, I um, I think it's Republicans' best chance. I agree. Uh, I don't I don't see how Biden. He's just going to embarrass himself constantly. I don't know if you saw him today. Did a press conference today, and he's, his brain just stopped for like eight seconds. Yeah, he froze he, he up again sit. today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he and he. It's really. Um, I think what came out last week about him. You know, having dementia, the early early start of it is is clear to everyone, and the idea that he's going to campaign, you know, these next nine months and be successful at it, uh, it, it, it that that would be great. I think I, I, most Republicans, myself, are very afraid of what Michelle Obama campaign would do. Um, if That's I were them, I, Michelle Obama. I don't. I, I don't, hope. I, think... I hope. I hope you're right. Um, I uh, you know we're all about identity politics these days and. And uh, and look, there, there's a and you can make a case against Trump, which is what the uh, the game plan is. But but you stack up Trump and and, and Biden side by side, and, and I mean, Biden just looks like a demented old man. And well, look, he no really does. Let, let me play. This is what happened today. You know, we have to realize what we're dealing with with Putin. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. He said if an ally did not pay their dues, he'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear. Okay. That's that, what that's and, and what that was, was he wanted to he wanted to MF 
And then he's like, I no, gotta control myself. That's, that's not what happened. He he had no idea where he was, and he's losing disagree. his place. Wait, come on, Jane. I mean, let, let's just call it like we and see by it the at way, this point. By the way, saying that Russia can do whatever they want, that's a little demented, too. Okay. I mean, look. That's a I'm lot to be honest. Wait, wait. Jane's going to pivot to the Trump. I mean, the, her candidates got dementia, but let's talk about Trump. <laughs> well, but, right. Okay. I mean, look, these are both, like, these candidates are severely flawed. I mean, you, you let, tried this last week. Okay, you can say they're severely flawed, think... but there is a dramatic difference in the mental acuity of both candidates. Right. Now, will Trump's mental uh, condition, you know, get into the territory of Biden? Maybe they will, but look, we, we've got a pretty clear choice when it comes to the cognitive ability of these two candidates, and it's not close. Well, you know I'm, just, I'm just telling you that you are. Ma- Jeff, hang on. I want to Biden voters says. are not leaving, Trump voters are not leaving. It's that simple. Very few. Smith, straighten out Jane. Come on, tell her. Tell her Jane's one hundred percent right. Come on, and 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 here's why. And I, I say this to somebody who's cynical. I'm, I'm pretty intentional about spending half my time watching conservative shows, mm-hmm. watching Fox. I come on this show all the time. I come on much further right shows, and I listen to them too. And you guys, a lot of you are in an echo chamber where all you see is Biden gas. And you know what? If you get out of that chamber, things you see are are Donald Trump mistaking Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. and Donald Trump thinking that Obama was president, you know, is president now and, and confusing when Obama and Biden are president. That so he look, beat Obama. And, and acting like he beat Obama. So look, there are, they're both way too old. Okay. And, but they both make ridiculous gaffes all the it's time. It's not close. The, the, now, the, I, here's close, where I would agree with you. The, I think the echo chamber is real because I've said numerous times, and the listeners know this, Lamping, you know this, I've said, my concern is here that we see this every day. I play the audio, but most people in this country, John, they don't see it because CNN's not airing that clip over and over, right? NPR's not airing that clip over and over. So there's a lot of people, middle of the road, independent voters that don't get to see this on full display. Now, advertising will change that a little bit between now and November, I think. Well, look, I think what I'm hearing from from Jane and from Jeff is that they know their candidate has dementia, but they're going to run him anyhow because Trump is so horrible. And that's where we are. Yeah. And I and I believe that he's mentally ill as well. I mean, I want that. But up. He doesn't I have believe- dementia. You, you might have, you might be a narcissist or whatever else you might think. That's so a your guy illness. has dementia. He 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 would he, he he shouldn't be driving. He shouldn't watch your children. He Did should you say be that a about Ronald chair. Reagan. Did you say that about Ronald Reagan when he was in no, office? No, but you know, in retrospect, there were things that we didn't know back then. What about Mitch McConnell, then? who has these oh, blanks all the time? Global. Much, he goes transglobal long- on you. Look, that's not fair either because he did in the after. It's like Fetterman. Look, that the analogy with Mitch McConnell is more like Fetterman because he had the concussion. He was having a reaction. Look, you guys can go with this whole thing that Biden's just fine. Move forward. I'm with Lamping. Let's keep him in there because he's the guy that's easier to beat. John, thank you so much for doing this on the phone. I appreciate it. Oh, happy to be here. Jane's going to hang out. Jeff, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Out of time. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.